Blog Talk Radio. show plan for you today in our return yeah we had to take a couple of months off had a lot going on so it was easy to take a couple of months off but i'm back and we got a heck of a show plan for you today got to talk a little bit about some mass shootings um this u.s citizenship the squad iran uh what else we got jeffrey epstein uh and whatever you want to add to the conversation as well that's what we have for you now, let me tell you how you can be a part of the show. It's easy. Just give me a call at 347-838-8622. You can email me at ericletz, L-E-T-S, talk at gmail.com. Okay? Um, and the chat room is open at www.blogtalkradio.com forward slash Mr. Talk. So those are all the ways you can participate in the show. And as I said before, I'm glad to be back, and I'm glad you're here with me to hang out. <laughs> That's right. So we're hanging out together. And um, as I said before, we got a great show planned for you. But of course, before we go any further, you know I got to bring you some music, right? So I'm going to bring you a little upbeat music that's going to get your head to banging a little bit. Not too hard, though, but just a little bit, all right? One of my favorites, anyway. Here's LJ Reynolds, and come get to this. See y'all in about three minutes.
of the day the L. Jerry Reynolds doing an old Marvin Gaye classic come get to this I'm telling you man every time I hear that song it just makes me feel a little good <laughs> but anyway welcome to this welcome back to the show I am your host Mr. Talk and you're listening to Let's Talk on Blog Talk Radio alright so we got a good show planned for you today and as always we highly encourage you to participate by chance you got anything you want to add to the show um, to do that, the only thing I do is give us a call at 347-838-8622. You can email me at ericletts, L-E-T-S, talk at gmail.com. Um, our chat room is open at www.blogtalkradio.com forward slash 
Uh, we do have a website for the show, and that's ericletstalk.com. You can always go in there and look at some of the um, videos and things we have posted. And a lot of them is in relation to what we talked about on the show and just gives you a little bit more detail, you know, the background, as you would say, as you say, to what we talk about and, and a little bit more information. All right? So those are all the ways you can participate in the show. And for those that have other means of contacting me, you can do that too during the show, before the show, after the show, as well as the email. So that's all, that's what we got for you. And, uh, you know, we'll respond. We really will. <laughs> now, if you send me five, six things at one time, it may take me a minute to get through all that, but I'll get to it eventually. All right, so with all that being said, uh, my co-host won't be here today, so y'all just got me, Mr. Talk, riding with you. Yes, back in the saddle once again. You know, it, it feels kind of funny. <laughs> I know it's only been two months. feel like it's been a year, but uh, it's okay. And it sounds like uh, blog talk is acting kind of crazy, too. But anyway, we're going to work through this and, and, and get some things done today. All right. Now, before we get started, let's talk about these mass shootings. Because lately, it's, it seems like there's been a, a rash of them. And have you ever noticed that these shootings, when there's a lot of shootings, they happen in bunches. They never happen just one here, one there. There's always a whole bunch happening at one time. Now, I can go the conspiracy theorist way and say, well, you know, it's a deflection from what's really going on or some underhanded stuff they're trying to do. Or I can say, well, maybe they're just testing the Manchurian candidate um, theory, you know, where they have people, you know, programmed and they hear a certain word or hear a certain sound and they go into action. And it is an election year coming up, so. Uh, maybe, right? No, I don't think so. But we're going to let it go at that anyway. But, <laughs> well, however, as, as with any mass shooting, which the definition of mass shooting is interesting in itself, uh, but with any mass shooting, there's always the, the, the constant crop of more gun control. Yeah, more gun control. So, Here's my take on this thing. Since there's been so many shootings lately and doesn't seem to be any way to stop it, we need to go ahead and get this gun control legislation passed, done, and, and put it in effect. That's what we need to do. You know, more background checks. I mean, more deeper background checks, not just a little, okay, they've been living in this house, all right, they're good. But let's go back into the mental health. Let's go back. Let's go through their family history. Is there, is there any history? Y'all know what? Let me stop because I don't even believe that. I, I really don't. And here's why I'll say that. Look, between 82 to 85% of these we the weapons that were used in a lot of these shootings, mass shootings, what have you, have been purchased legally, legally. Not illegally, legally. Or if, if it's not by the individual shooters themselves, someone in their family, usually mother, father, you know, yeah. Now, when you look at it that way, what you have to think of is what type of legislation would be passed that can be passed that would eliminate that from happening? 
There isn't any. There isn't any. But it sounds good to say, let's cry, let's get more legislation. Well, I mean, you can't stop an individual that's that's determined to go out there and do something like a mass shooting. In many cases, um, there's been signs, but no one, I mean, if you give law enforcement check on everybody that supposedly has a symptom or what other people complain about, then law enforcement is overworked. You got them chasing their tail. So what is the solution? Is there a solution to this? You know, can you stop someone from going out there and shooting up a mall, a church? You know, like this guy in Odessa, Texas. You know, he was getting pulled over because he didn't turn on the signal. He ended up in driving around shooting people while the, the state troopers chased him. What gun legislation was going to stop that? What? Which one? I mean, how? How are you going to stop that? Now, can you say maybe he was mentally ill? No, because going to find out um, from reports, heck, he just got fired, fired from his job. So the guy was angry. He was looking for somebody to take it out on. So what legislation can be passed that would stop that? There's not any. Let's be real. There's not any. And honestly speaking, if they were to take and uh, um, pass any type of legislation, come on, let's let, let's let's be real here. There's just be a moral rush to purchase weapons as as fast as it can, or illegally. So when you hear about a mass shooting, and yes, the loss of life is a terrible thing. Don't 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 get, get you know twisted or think that I Mr. Talk really don't care. But yeah, I do. But there comes a point when you have to look at it realistically. You know, realistically. Let's see, Pinky just sent me something. What are mental conditions? Mental conditions that would disqualify a person from gun ownership and certain employees. Riddling, brain concussions, Felony convictions, maybe charges, ADHD, sex drive changes, stress, PTSD, clinical depression, anxiety disorder, bipolar disorder, dementia, schizophrenia, obsessive, compulsive disorder. Uh, see? But who's going to say that all these, I mean, really? <laughs> oh, this is a good one. Strange thoughts, delusions. Now, how many of us have strange thoughts and delusions throughout the day? I guess that disqualifies us from, from uh, purchasing a weapon, huh? So who's going to prove that's what I have? <laughs> uh, hallucinations, seeing or hearing things that aren't there, growing inability to cope with daily problems and activities, suicidal thoughts, changing the sleeping or eating habits. Mm. Okay. All right. You know what this sounds like? This sounds like the life of a soldier that's been deployed 800 times. 
Oh, wow. You know, according to the FBI, you cannot purchase a gun if you were convicted of a crime that carried a sentence of more than one year or a misdemeanor that carried a sentence of over two years. You're a fugitive? No. Or an addict? Or diagnosed mentally ill? Which can include being involuntarily committed, found not guilty by reason of insanity, or found unfit to stand trial? Reside in the U.S. illegally? Or dishonorably, wait a minute, hold up, stop. Residing in the U.S. illegally. Um, remember correctly, uh, no. well, hmm, I don't think any illegal immigrants have um, committed any mass, mass shooting. Okay, but anyway, we keep going. I'm not going to stop there. Uh, dishonorably discharged from the military, had a restraining order issued against you. <laughs> Don't get the harassing, stalking, or threatening a partner or the child of your partner. Were convicted of domestic violence, i.e., convicted of using or threatening to use a deadly weapon against a spouse, former spouse, parent, guardian of the victim, etc. Mm-hmm. Or you have renounced your U.S. citizenship. So those are some of the things that will disqualify you from buying a weapon. Okay. Now, doesn't that sound like there should be no problem? No problem, right? Wrong. There's a problem because most of these have to be proven. They have to be proven. And honestly, by the time it's proven, uh, guess what happens? It's too late. The deed is done. And that's when all these these other things come out. I mean, that's pretty much a, a lengthy, that's a lengthy list. Thank you, Pianki, that um, determines why you cannot buy a weapon. But what if the person, there's someone in your house that is allowed to purchase a weapon, and this individual gets a hold of that? Who's, who's going to be punished for that? Should the individual who owns the weapon be punished? You see how sticky this whole thing So those out there that keep yelling and, 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 and crying, saying, well, yeah, we need more, we need more. We No, we don't need more gun control. The gun control you have now, you can't enforce all of it. So why, why are you going to put more more laws on top of laws and the ones you have already aren't working? Fix the ones that you have now. But I'm sure at the same time, they, that will not stop mass shootings from happening. Because there's just some individuals out there that are just that devious, down low, and dirty. And really don't do, do not care whatsoever about um, human life. Yours, mine, theirs—it doesn't matter. So really, there is no legislation that could fix that, especially when you look eighty-two to eighty-five percent of done with legally purchased weapons. Legally, 
legally. Now, we, we do know that there's there there um are major political um individuals and groups that are pushing, you know, for there not to be any more legislation. And then of course you have a lot of politicians, Democratic side, and some Republicans are crying and say, Yeah, we need more, we need more. You know, let's do the background check. Well, okay. But how are you gonna do it? How how are you gonna do it to target these individuals that are that may actually do it? There's no law that's gonna do that. Now maybe it maybe, just maybe, I don't know, I don't know. Maybe, just maybe. If the parents were to pay more attention to the kids, the children, or to their sons and daughters, yeah, that sounds good, doesn't it? That that sounds real, real, real good. But who has time to watch a child twenty four seven? Maybe lock up their weapons when they're not home. With only a uh, with with a combination that only they know, that may be, that may work. But I think in, in order to to remedy some of it, it has to start with the individuals that own the weapons legally. You know, stop making them accessible. Now we know if, if they live out there in the country or <clears throat> less populated areas. And you know, you know, you have your children out there, and you take them hunting, and in the backyard, and let them fire weapons at, at you know trees and things of that nature. I understand that. I do. I understand that. But when you finish, you give the lesson on cleaning the weapon, properly store the weapon, and just lock it up. Just lock it up. Does that sound like a viable uh, solution to the problem? It may help. It may. But we really don't know. See, because what we're dealing with, we're dealing with the human mind. Humans. You know, one of the most unpredictable species there is on the face of this earth. You have instances where you have children shooting the father, the mother, their brother, their sister, and going about their daily routine like nothing happened. Who saw that coming? How do you predict something like that? How do you keep something like that from happening? Realistically, uh, you can say, well, it was just that family's time to go, and that was the way they went. But then in this politically uh, correct society that we live in, the first thing that would be said is, oh, you insensitive. But telling the truth is not insensitive. It's just telling the truth. There is no, no legislation that will stop mass shootings. None. <clears throat> If you was to take every citizen's weapon away from away 
you still would have mass shootings. Because some kind of way, they will find a way to get what they want. So, let's stop jumping on that bandwagon talking about legis- gun control and legislation and all that good stuff. Because in, in, in reality, it's not going to solve this problem. Now, I don't have any solutions as to why or what would. I, I really don't. Now, I'm, I'm just as perplexed and, and puzzled as the next person as to how do you stop these shootings? Why do you have these shootings? And when you take a look at how they happen and when they happen, it's easy to, to, to get on one of those quote-unquote conspiracy uh, um, theory type of thought process which if you really think about it and follow what's going on, it may have a little validity. It may have a little validity to it, just a little bit. It is interesting that when it happens, the media jumps right on it and everybody's attention turned to that. Turned to that happen. Just for the first days. Then there's some more happening. There's another shooting, and there's another shooting. There's a shooting in Atlanta at a football game, a college football game. I don't know if you heard about that one. It didn't get uh, the, the, the press as the other ones did. Still the shooting. So when you think about that, it's hard. It's hard to really sit down and figure out what if there is any type of legislation that will solve this problem. Because it's not. It's not. It's sad to say that, but it's not. <laughs> ah, maybe. Maybe one day, but uh, until then, nope, it's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. So for those that's trying to, to jump up and and, and and you know make sure there's some type of legislation to write to congressmen, you're wasting your ink. You're wasting your ink. And I'm sure I'm not. I'm, there's something that you haven't figured out yourself. You don't already know. But there are those individuals that will say, yeah, yeah, yeah. We need it. We need it. So you actually can predict when a uh, shooting is going to happen. You can predict who is who uh, uh, is more liable to do the shooting. They're going to continue to happen. They are going to continue to happen. And the interesting part of it is, as there's more shootings, have you noticed how more insensitive or more, I'm not going to say insensitive, but how numb we're now becoming? You know, it's like, okay, there's another shooting. Okay. What's for dinner tonight? (laughs) And that's the truth. 
But isn't that 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 isn't that a natural reaction when you are bombarded with so much of the same thing over and over and over and over again? You get to that point where, oh well, there's a shooting. That is so bad. I feel sorry for that family. Those people that were killed. I pray for them. Okay, let's go to work. I gotta go work. Hey, stay here and watch this. Those are facts. Those are facts. Now, if you don't believe me, think about it. Think about it. I'm sure you've done it yourself. (laughs) I'm sure you have done it yourself. But anyway, before I go any further, let me go ahead and bring uh, Mr. Pianki in. He's been sitting here waiting patiently. All right, Mr. Pianki, how you doing today, sir? What's going on? Well, it's really good to hear your voice. Eric was kind of wondering what happened to you. Man, we sent out the posse, and they said every place they turned, everything they looked under or looked around, they couldn't find you. Yeah, well, you know, sometimes you have to take a break from certain things. But I'm here. I'm here now, and we're good. (laughs) I don't blame you. But the interesting topic that you're speaking on, you know, gun violence costs taxpayers close to $230 billion a year. And urban gun violence is off the chart. But like you say, there's no way that uh, gun control is about as good as it's going to get without starting to violate people's protections afforded by the Second Amendment. It's interesting when you look under all the categories that falls under mental conditions mm-hmm. that could prevent you from owning a gun or even being employed in certain positions. And heck, they had listed like 50 different categories, including the, like you mentioned, Ritalin youth, IQ level. Dramatic changes in eating and sleeping <laughs> habits. And uh, guess yeah. what? Now, who, uh, what? Thoughts of lingering or precious victimization. <laughs> like you uh, hear uh, people uh, constantly talking about slavery. <laughs> oh, well. <laughs> See, I'm, I'm not going there with you today, Pianki. My first day back. I'm not going there with you today. But, but that's you know, what it but, says. But. but but who's who's going to go take time to look at every individual for any of those symptoms? Well, you I, know what? There's a law against around, that too. You can, you, you can walk around you all day and you can say and you can say, well, you know what? I just feel like killing someone. Well, does would that could disqualify you for owning a weapon? Well, yeah. when people want to, yeah, it would according to this list. Exactly. But you know. There's a a law that was passed by Congress about four decades, let's see, 40, back in the 60s, I believe, the 70s, called the HIPAA Act. Yeah. Right. You heard of that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And yep. it protects privacy of individual health information. So that it's not true. readily available. That's right. All right. So you got that. Then you got the other reality uh, fact is 
you don't know when somebody's going to go off like that. It's, you just don't know. But I can tell you one thing, Eric. One of the ways that works effectively to stop a mass shooter when they're shooting at you is to shoot back at them. And they would <laughs> run and take cover. Well, yes and no. If, if that individual has a has a uh, a suicide, uh, 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 want to just die and, and be famous and seek fame, then maybe they they'll run towards you. But you know what, Pianca, I have thought about that 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 um, aspect as well. And of course, I know in Florida they passed a law where teachers actually can carry weapons, you know, with training and what have you, in the schools. And I would say. You know, that sounds good, but you have to be careful with that because it's, it's one thing to shoot at a target or something that's not moving and no bullets are being, you know, no bullets are being shot back at you, coming back at you. But it's a different thing when when they have AK-47s and, you know, the what what the other ones are, the, the machine guns that fire, you know, 60, 70 bullets at one time, and you just trying to, trying to squeeze off around each time. I mean, how many of them really have the the the, the 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 courage to stand there and do that? Now you may have those that come in because when when an individual go in as for a mass shooting, they're not nine times out of ten. They're not just you know picking out one person. You know they're trying to do as much damage as, as they can before they're caught or, or killed, which is interesting because some are killed and some aren't. And you kind of look at it, and you kind of shake your head. Why that one? Not? But anyway, that's a whole different topic. Well, right you got to kill but him anyway. as fast as you can, like that guy did down the church in Texas. He went out to his truck and got his his uh, AK-47, came back and stopped the individual that was in the church from further doing any harm. But I'm under the contention that uh, I'd rather have my own weapon. And, of course, you, if you're not the only one, well, then mm-hmm. this individual that's trying to do harm is going to be in a, in a disadvantage. <clears throat> you remember that case out in the Texas uh, where, where it was either one or either two, and they had on armor, and the police yeah. was shooting them, was and there wasn't nothing happening? Mm-hmm. Was it in the Texas police or was that in California? Oh, it was in California. You're right. And, yeah, uh, that's California. Police went into the sporting goods place and asked the the salesman there, his owner, said, you got any armor-piercing bullets? And the guy right. said, yeah, here's some over here. So that's mm-hmm. what they had to use in order to stop that individual. And in the cities, in some cities, in the urban area, you had fools making bulletproof vests out of trash can lids. Remember that? <laughs> <laughs> hey, if it works, I mean, if it works. But but let's get back to what I mean. I understand all that, but for the, the continuous push of legislation, you know, it, it's really just more of a talking point because I, I do believe that that lawmakers have come to conclusion, conclusion and realize, you know, it, it's it's useless trying to pass legislation for something that you really cannot control. You yeah, you're control right. It. But other than that. Things I guess you said you was going to talk about other than suicide by Epson. And I see where the court threw out all cases against his estate, from what I could detect. 
You know, yeah, I, I'm yeah. glad. Let's talk about the Jeffrey Epstein. You know, who supposedly committed suicide in jail um, <laughs> last weekend, wasn't it? It was last weekend, in fact. Um, no, it was the weekend before, I think. Was it? Uh, mm-hmm. But anyway, whenever he did it, he did it. Um, <laughs> supposedly, he did it. You know, there's there's some questions about whether you know he actually committed suicide. And if you you know though, if you take a look at some of the the people that he knew, um, that quote unquote he called friends or what have you, I, I'm kind of skeptical too as whether did he really really commit suicide or was he just taken out and uh, you know because. He was going to tell some things. I really believe Epstein was about to tell some stuff. You hear me? He was going to tell it. And uh, certain individuals just weren't, I mean, they couldn't, they couldn't have that come out, that they were participating in child pornography and sleeping with underage girls, even though, you know, a lot of folk already know. Now, here's some of the people. Of course, President Trump, former President Clinton, Kenneth Starr, Alan Dershowitz, Woody Allen, and see, when you say Woody Allen, you already, you know, get a bad taste in your mouth anyway. But Prince Andrew, Mort Zuckerman, Leslie Wexner, Lawrence Cross, and of course, the now Attorney General Bill Barr. <laughs> you know, <laughs> and also those are just some of the names or some of the people. You know, that have been associated with them. Of course, all of them now come out and say, well, no, 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 We I've been stopped associating with them years ago. You know, uh, President Trump actually said, you know, I, I don't I have to deal with him, but he called the guy a great guy. See, uh, and I do believe Epstein was about to drop some dimes on them. And when you have friends like that, and they, they are afraid, you know, they're not even trying to go through the regular routine of, uh, ruining your character, shutting you up. You know, you got to go. You got to go, especially since he received that, that favorable sentence back in 2007 where he just got 13 months in the county jail, you know. Yeah. For, um, so, you know, it, it, it's interesting. I don't think it was a true su- – I don't think it was suicide, period, actually. I'm just going to put it out there. I don't think it was suicide. I don't. Well, if it wasn't suicide and there was some underhandedness of the sort, then that needs to be brought out and needs to be stopped because basically what it does, it undermines the justice systems here in the United States. And you really <laughs> don't want that, um, did you, although did you, you know it does go on. Did you say undermine uh, the justice system? Yes. Uh, I can- I can guarantee you, those were just the prominent names right there. I can guarantee you there were some judges that probably was going to get caught up in that as well. I really do. Mm-hmm. I, I do think they sent somebody in there. You know, because it, it's interesting that as soon as it happened, all of a sudden the, the, the um, jail warden, he was relieved or fired. You know, the guards were fired. I'm like, wait a minute. That didn't happen when they when Sandra Bland hung herself down in Texas. I mean, they, they didn't get relieved, right? Or, or um, well, when this other guy hung himself, the, the warrant and stuff didn't get relieved on that one either. So, you know, this whole thing really, really seems a little shaky. 
Yeah, it really does. It seems very shaky, actually. Go ahead. What you're about to say? Well, that was a federal prison that uh, Ed Sign was in. Sandra Brown was in a local jail. I don't know about the other, but they're all different. But it stands for reason. It makes for good uh, interest in talking. Let's see what the investigation brings. You say they're all different. You hang yourself whether in in a a facility that is run, whether it's county uh, or federal, where you know you're supposed to be a monitor where guards are supposed to come and check on you, and that's all you go say is, well, you know, it, it depends. No. That's not right, Tianki. Well, because a federal prison, especially when as far as moving in warrants, huh? Yeah, in in New York, that warden was working for the federal government. He has a federal prison in uh, Texas, where Sandra Bland supposedly got killed. That was a local jail. St. Louis, a white guy got killed in the jail there on Hall Street. That's a city jail, so all the the people over those jails are not working under the same rules and regulations. That's what I was just trying to get at. What okay, else happened? But, 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 shouldn't there be some standard guidelines no matter what if you have a prison in, prisoner in your jail? I don't yeah, care whether it's federal in your municipality, but you, the federal government, Congress, is not going to interfere with uh, a sovereign of state. They should be able to take care of this themselves. Of course they're not. Of course they're not. Of course they aren't, because there's too many of them involved. I still say it, and I, I believe that's why they did what they did. That's why Epstein committed suicide. That's what I'm, I'm going with what they said, y'all. Because well, I don't believe it's like this. If he, I don't think he. See, if he had a talk, they would have killed him, right? Supposedly. Right. Well, right. why commit suicide? Go ahead and talk, and let the, the information get out there. Then you're gonna die that's anyway. The, that's the point I'm saying. That's the point I'm saying. That's why they. <laughs> he was taken out. I can't say they because I don't know who they is. So I'm gonna say he was taken out. <laughs> that's that's a better way of putting it. They eliminated a problem, mm-hmm. uh, a possible problem, because they already know uh, uh, he's gone. You know, besides this young lady that they just come up recently and saying that you know he she he uh, was sending her out to have sex with these different individuals. Uh, there, there's nothing else to the case. Uh, in fact, I think they're about to drop it, drop all charges because he's dead. They now. did drop all charges, and yeah. she coming so, out there just for the money, probably. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And that all, sounds about right, huh? Only other thing out there is the southern border. Something's got to be done with that. They've got over 3,000 uh, migrants from Africa that's there fighting with Mexican police trying to work their way up to the U.S. border. And uh, also, they, they have some Romanians, the people who say that they don't stop folks coming from Europe. There was also a cult in Mexico working their way up to the border. That has to, to be put under control. It's uh, it's getting completely out of hand. And here's the point. Suppose you have one of those well, states, especially like Colorado, who has said it's okay for illegals to have a driver's license, which is a prelude to voting. Suppose their population increased 
overcomes the local population, and they have a referendum on the ballot to secede from the United States. And upon doing that, they put a plea out to Iran or Russia to put uh, missiles and provide protection for our independent states from the rest of America. Now you got a heck of a problem. And that did happen uh, because it happened with Texas. That's how Texas came into being. Well, I, I, I was about to say, hey, Texas, some people in Texas have been trying to secede from the Union for years, for years. I you know. know especially, it, when, especially when um, Obama was elected. You know, they put in a, they actually did the petition and everything and sent it up to the White House. Of course, that's about as, that's only about as far as it got. You know, uh, <laughs> well, in 1836, 1836, Texas did succeed from Mexico uh, after Mexico had opened up its borders of the territory of Texas because it didn't have enough Mexicans to occupy the state. So they opened up the borders yeah. to immigrants, which brought in non-immigrants. It was American coming from other other states at that time. It was about 28 states, maybe a little less. Yeah. And they got to the point where they over they overran the Texans, overran the Mexicans like ten to one, uh-huh. and then they yeah. voted. They voted to succeed. Oh, and it, so that, and, that, that, and that that's the problem. That's it could happen again. And you talking about a mass <laughs> killing? The leader, the military leader for Mexico, uh, Antonio uh, De Santa. He mass killed about 350 American soldiers who had surrendered, lined them up and killed them all. That was a mass killing. But that kicked off a heck of a war, which Mexico lost. Previously, the U.S. had offered them $25 million for their territories, and after the war, they offered them $15 million, plus to forgive a $3 million debt. And the rest is history. Yeah, you're right. The rest is history. All right. So, and everybody, right. be careful. Be careful because, you know, they're going to come over here and they're going to take the country. You know, that's interesting that that you said that because they are really, 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 uh, uh, <laughs> um, they really, really are, are crazy, you know, when it comes to stuff like that. So. If well, it, Eric, it happens, well, I'm sure a lot of these be people one heck of a civil war. Yeah, well, you got that right. A lot of these people yeah. haven't been immunized. The kids haven't been immunized. You know those ones that's coming out of Central Africa with uh, all the disarray in those areas. They haven't probably been immunized. Now you have well, the possibility of a pandemic going down. Uh... Uh, well, that's that's you know that that type of thinking that is what is keeping ever keeping you know who in office and keeping the crazies you know happy and who knows who knows who knows who knows honestly I really think I don't think there's gonna be a pandemic unless you know uh, certain countries want one uh, you know that's why. Ebola only stayed on that side of the country, and I know people say, and don't say because of immunization, because we have no we don't have immunization for Ebola. But it's good though. But you got some people showing up from the from showing up at the entries 
who's come of from course. those areas. That's true. And you know, uh, when I went through the airport, they had one of those well, laser type thermometers. They point at your forehead and get a reading. Well, if your temperature is elevated beyond what's considered normal, they pull you off to the side. But anyway, I'll let some well, other callers get in there, Eric. <laughs> okay. Well, as always, thank you, Pianchi. Uh, thank you. <laughs> it's been a it's been a pleasure. <laughs> All right. Anyway. So I want to say welcome to Checkmate up in the chat room. And uh, Checkmate writes, leave the immigration alone. I need my sweet potatoes to stay cheap. I like immigration. Okay. Yeah, all right. Well, I'm happy for you, dude. Okay. <laughs> anyway, uh, what was I talking about here? I'm going to get the computer a little bit backed up a little bit. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I got it. I'm here. I'm here. Jeffrey Epstein, you know, let's go back to him for a moment. You know, because um, I went looking, y'all know I, I, I'm, I'm going to look for some stuff. And it was interesting. I didn't really know that in 2007, this guy, he was indicted. He was indicted. Now, and he ultimately got 13 months in a county jail. 13 months. But, dun, 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 dun. He signed a deal by the U.S. Attorney Alexander Acosta. Yeah, he's who is now the Secretary of Labor. Well, was I think he resigned as well. But they say people who knew knew Epstein said he wanted to see the human race with his DNA by impregnating women at his vast New Mexico ranch. Oh Lord, have mercy! When authorities begin investigating. Epstein, he assembled a team of private investigators to dig up dirt on the girls who accused him and the police and prosecutors working the case. Doesn't that sound a little familiar? Huh? Well, doesn't that sound just, just, just a little familiar? (laughs) Yeah. You know, and his team of lawyers was Alan Dirksowitz and Kenneth Starr who were able to convince prosecutors to go easy on him despite disturbing allegations by a growing number of women and girls. And, of course, we read a little bit about um, his his uh, his friends list. Uh, and I, I say it again, the guy didn't hang himself. You know, I think you need to send one of those um, um, ghost hunting teams in there so they can talk to him so he can tell who killed him. Because he didn't hang himself, y'all. He had too much dirt on, on on too many people, and they could not let that come out, especially not with an election year coming up. You know? See, we, you have to remember that also. There's an election year coming up. And right now, there's not, you know, they don't want to be caught up in any scandals that they can get around. And that's one of the ones they, they could get around. You know, they send their little friends in. You know, and that's why I, I believe that's why the, the warden had to go or the president, whoever was in superintendent, you know, the jillers. That's why they had to go. Here, take your money. Go away. Go away. You didn't see a thing. Isn't that uh, interesting, though? Do you think you, you, could, you could do that if you were going to somebody important and you had some people come and see him and they tell you and say, uh, you need to leave. 
Would your, your values or your morals allow you to stay? I mean, let's be honest. That's, that's a heck of a decision to make, right? Especially when you know what's about to happen. <laughs> Ooh, that's very interesting. That, that really is. But anyway, um, we're going to see. We're going to see. I think they're about to drop it, though. I really do. And they do. They do. <sighs> It'll come out later on in somebody's book. Because, you know, someone is going to write a book on this thing. <laughs> it has it has the marking, earmarking of a bestseller. You know, somebody's going to tell it. Um, Let's see. Checkmate say they are lying. They just want to bring men down. The women... The women did not have morals. Okay. All right. Anyway, now, there's a group of women in Congress that uh, are causing quite a stir. They they really are. They are causing quite a stir. And uh, it's interesting because a lot of individuals are bad-mouthing these women, um, saying they're socialists or communists or they don't know what they're talking about, so forth and so on. And, you know, my theory on this is if someone is steady beating you down for everything you say or steady coming at you hard because of something you did, huh, kind of got to make you think about it, don't you? You know, Maybe, just maybe, they're telling the truth about some things. And speaking of Congress, when you start talking about the status quo that has been majority white men for years, and now the tide is beginning to change. Now, you have to understand, these women here, when they were elected, when they were elected, okay, they were elected, their opponents had been in Congress for quite some years. They didn't just unseat newbies. You know, a lot of those individuals have been there 20, 30 years. And if I'm not mistaken, they were all white at that. Okay? <laughs> so, when, when you take a look at that, you have to understand why these women are under fire. But they're calling themselves the squad. And I, I, I'm sure... Some of y'all probably have talked about it on other shows and things of that nature, but of course I've been gone, so and I want to talk about it because I, I have my own thought process on, on what has happened or what is happening. Okay, and to mention, they're speaking out against our greatest ally, Israel. They're speaking out against Israel, and no matter what. You will not talk bad about Israel. <laughs> now, you know, when you get to talking about Israel, it, it, it is really, really crazy. I, I told you all about the, the teacher down in Round Rock, Texas, Flukerville, Texas. Okay, speech pathologist. You know, she was let go or fired because she wouldn't sign an oath that she would not join any groups or talk about um, boycotting Israel. 
And that's not the only, only uh, place that does that. It was in her contract, though. No, according to Cynthia McKinney, you know, the congressmen, they have to do us over so they say the same thing. But isn't this supposed to be a democracy? Isn't you, aren't you supposed to be able to, to voice your opinion freely without have to, having to worry about any repercussions? <laughs> so anyway, this, this group of women which call themselves the squad of Alexandria, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, Rashida Tlaib, uh, Ayanna Presley, and Ilhan Omar. Okay, so let's talk about that. You know, it, it, it's interesting because no, number one, they're women. All right, that, that, that was the first problem. They're, they're women. Number two, they're women of color. That's two. And then two of them are actually Muslims. That's three strikes. Three strikes right there all by themselves. Number four, they beat out that had been in, in their seats for a long, long time. Okay, so all them things were going against these women. And then they have to stand up and start talking about Israel. Talk about Israel. And, oh, Lord, they have tried... And it's interesting because they have actually tried, you know, their little little uh, games that they like to do. They try silencing you first. No, that didn't work. Then they try and ruin your character. That didn't work. You know, so, but right now they can't do their last step, which is just get rid of you, period, because that'd be too suspicious. Suspicious. That'd be too suspicious there. But I'm sure they're going to work on the, the character thing. I'm, I, they are working so hard to get rid of these women. The Minnesota Minnesota uh, legislation has uh, what did they have asked the FBI to investigate Omar's uh, financial records, IRS returns. You know, are, are you kidding me? They are really, really, really going after the, after these people. 